Welcome to the Second Cut Podcast, where we talk about the world of golf. In this segment, podcast host Timothy Neiman is again joined by Panorama publisher Tom Combs and rookie golfer, me, Lucas Demersion. In this short, roundabout discussion, we talk about, in no particular order, golf equipment, match play, playing dog legs, and the next edition of the Second Cut coming out next week. Purchase my Odyssey putter was uh, on sale for eighty four ninety nine. This is a Washington Golf Centers in Los Angeles. It was on Wilshire Boulevard. Uh-huh. Eighty five dollars for my putter, my Odyssey yeah. putter. I saw putters there for four hundred dollars. Yeah, three fifty. I, I funny enough, I just got a new putter um, uh, for the first time in five years. It was it was the three hundred dollars. Does it have a giant grip on it? It, it has a medium grip, but okay. it's bigger than... I was thinking, because they are getting... Uh, for Lucas, he got a white belt for his golf yeah. golf outfit. you you got to have a white belt, right, Tim? For sure. Right? Okay. For sure. Yeah, so agreeable. So, I think the next podcast we should talk, I'll go, I'll go into equipment. Okay. Because, you know, it's picking out your ball, sort of the big deal, your brand. <laughs> Those prices were insane. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a putter. <laughs> yeah. The only thing, the only reason that the price would be so is you're not going to get a new one for, like you said, five years. You don't, you don't. Right. But I'm that way with all my clubs. Now, there is something to be said. And obviously, $300 for a putter is insane. Don't get me wrong. But the technology is very incredible. And it has come a long way. So, there's something to be said about that. Not Now, $300, yeah, that's ridiculous. We shouldn't ignore the fact that the technology, especially when it comes to putters, has come a very long Yeah. That's kind of what I was going to say, too. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know it as much. But I'm just like, well, there's a lot more technology, but how much could you really throw into yeah. all of these? I'm just, I'm sure. You know, I was looking at golf clubs earlier. I was looking at it. Looking for five hundred dollars right now, like oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure if you talk to the guys down at Callaway or the guys at Titleist, they would tell you all the research and the you know lab stuff and all that. You know, and there is a lot of that. It's when it comes to putters in every club. Um, that's what you're paying for, really. But yeah, yeah, it's whatever the market can bear. If the market yes. bear a five hundred dollar golf club that they cost Callaway twenty bucks to make or mm-hmm. less, <laughs> they sell it by the millions. Uh, that's the way. That's the that's the market. It's just the way it's going to be. But, um, you know what I do love my new putter. Uh, what, Cal- what's the brand? What kind of putter? It's Callaway. It's Callaway. Um, I don't even. It's a two ball. Uh, it, it, I think it just came out. Actually. Is it a mallet or something? It's a mallet. Okay, um, you're really goofy. Do <laughs> right, you want to start this with? Um, I, I I saw you know in the middle of Luke's birthday celebration, which is yesterday. We were watching the finals, which which was entirely different than Saturday. I thought Saturday was some of the best golf I had seen in a long time. What did you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I didn't watch as closely as I would have liked, but. Uh, you know, match play, it's just very different. And even through the week, you see a lot of... Um, I, and it seems like you see a lot more mistakes. Uh, you know, drives way right, way left. Uh, 
and I, I guess that's sort of to be expected when if you you're going trying to beat someone else and uh, you, you know if you lose one hole you lose one hole as opposed to you know maybe if you hit a ball into or behind a, uh, a bunch of trees or something in stroke play that could cost you two or three two or three shots as opposed yeah. to match play it's just one hole i mean obviously you only have 18 of them but so you got to play well but when i noticed the, the biggest difference was on the greens when they have to make the putt and mm -hmm. they make that putt they, they're 12 feet out and hit the back of the putt that kind of accuracy where there's no where you know it doesn't matter if the ball goes four feet past they have to make this putt mm -hmm. is that's something you don't usually see on a regular tour uh, hitting those long putts mm -hmm. yeah and it's it's really does everything about it is very different than stroke play in stroke play you're very much you know who cares what your opponent's doing you really you don't care what your opponent's doing unless it's maybe yeah final round and neck and neck with him but um as opposed to now you're watching every one of your opponents shot uh, really closely if you're hitting after him his shot's gonna decide maybe what you, what shot you go after um and it it really is fascinating how you know it's not it's still golf you're you're competing yeah. against someone still but it really changes things in a big way. And the, the TV broadcast was shot differently because you see the same people over and over again and sort of a much bigger field. Lucas, you've just been watching now a lot of golf all of a sudden. What do you think about watching golf on TV? I mean, I, I, well, we were watching some of that match play yesterday and I found it, I was, like, I was surprised how fast-paced everything was. This is I was—I had no idea about match play or stroke play, anything like that. So I did have to go home and like look that all up. But I was like, oh, this is so fast-paced, and this is, you know, in terms of watching it, the cameras have a hard time because I have nothing to look on, look at half the time, which I thought was interesting. But also, what you were saying about the putting at all. I found it to be very exciting because it did come down to putts a lot, and it, it was, it's, it's entertaining, I don't know, but I was surprised to see, like, there were some not great shots in there. Not on Sunday. Flying over the hole, way over to the right, yeah, yeah. I think but they had one birdie, the two of them, in the final match. They did, exactly, one birdie, yeah. Mm -hmm. and missed that last putt too but they had yeah. been tired I mean they played in the morning and I mean again whenever you have so much do or die shots I have to, I have to that brings a second set of tension to the whole thing and you're doing that since Wednesday yeah and that's the same thing they do with the US amateur uh, championship they do 36 holes on Sunday it's gotta be so exhausting I mean 18 holes, you know, even nine holes tournament play is very mentally draining. Uh, Where are you on golf? I've, I assume you've walked 18, if you've walked yeah, 36 yeah. in a day. Um, I've walked 18, I've played 27 in a okay. day. That's the most I've played, but yeah. I think we did 36 and then 36. You, you can get these little deals and, and go to Fallbrook and play golf for three straight days until sundown. It's unlimited golf. Oh, unlimited golf. You'll, you'll like that. <laughs> Have you played any tournaments since our last podcast or since the last time Tiger drove down Hawthorne Boulevard? 
not since then. Not not at any tournament. Um, I've played with the Loyola team. Okay. Harding, the front nine. Um, so it's it's. I mean, it's not competition, but it's still stressful because you know every shot does matter because the coaches are seeing the scores and stuff like that. So you are a freshman. What's that? You are a freshman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's added another level to it. Yeah. You know? More tension for you, man. Yeah. But what, it is, what do you think of that golf course? What do you think of Harding? That's another old, old school course. I mean, it's a good course. It's a fascinating course just to go out and play for the first time. It's tough because, I mean, most, I'm trying to go through my head, a lot of the holes, like maybe three or four, maybe even more, are dog legs or some sort of a dog leg. So, you know, um, for example, hole number four, uh, it's a pretty short par four, but if you hit your tee shot left, you have no view at the green. Literally, you, you're hitting over trees to get to the green. So it's just interesting, and it's t that adds another element um, also, yeah, to playing a course for the first time or for the first few times. But it's a fun course. That seems to be more atypical of a PGA championship course with the hard dog legs lefts and rights. Instead of the Mooney courses, which is everything just straight, basically. I would yeah. assume you have some course holes like that LA Country Club, don't you? Sharp dog, dog legs? legs? Um, yeah, I mean, there are dog legs. Uh, I'm thinking more of the South Course because that's what I'm more familiar with. There's one, like, really sharp dog leg. But, uh, I mean, yeah, more LA Country Club, actually, the greens, the, the ones that you would, I guess, consider dog legs are more the greens sort of to the right uh, as opposed to it's not like basically you don't have any fairway going to the right it's just the green sits a little right of the front do you have anything in the bag that's not callaway uh no oh. <laughs> okay and then my putter that i think my putter which is i don't know what it's called i never been known the you know they started strictly as the big driver the big birth of driver and then and they've been never known as putters that's why yeah. I, like, I like odyssey because it's all they do is putters like, I'm not going to buy think, Odyssey. Yeah, I think Callaway bought Odyssey. So I think... They um, sold their technology then. I don't... I'm confused because my putter is Callaway. But it says Odyssey on the grip. but And on the putter. So, But I don't think they call it an Odyssey putter. I don't know. Honestly. But this is supposed to be for the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Having a little bigger grip naturally just weakens the grip a little uh, and neutralizes it. A I could, I could actually definitely see that. Yeah, I'm going so, in a different you, philosophy. I'm, I'm making my grip strong because the rest of my body is so weak. I have to have something that's strong, and it's going to be my left hand. I'm left-handed. So I'm putting my hand on top of that club, and I'm going to hold it the way I want to hold it because I seem to hit the ball better, and that's what that's what it's about. Well, if it works, it works. Yeah. See, this is why we need an outline. <laughs> <laughs> we covered what we talked about, right? It's yeah. nothing else. Uh, I was going to give you a writing assignment. I'm supposed to have a paper. Okay. Why don't you write about Tiger's crash? Okay. Just uh, the golf world on uh, Hawthorne Boulevard. 
You have been listening to the Panorama Podcast's The Second Cut. Music provided by George McKinto at Joyful Music and Arts. The Second Cut, a special series from the Panorama Podcast, is presented by Totally Cool Publishing and is not affiliated with any public or private school. Ta-da. <laughs> you didn't even hear me running out of breath there. <laughs> Very good, Lucas.